Hey guys, my name is Destiny. And my name is Megan. And we're two black girls. At a predominantly white institution. Trying to survive. At a predominantly white institution. And here's latest tea. At a predominantly white institution. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everybody. How's everybody doing today? It's Megan here, and I have a special guest with me. Destiny and I thought it would be a really good idea to interview people from all different types of backgrounds around the world during the COVID-19 pandemic. Destiny and I shared our personal experience of going through COVID, but we have been hearing so many different people's narratives about how they're dealing with COVID, their different opinions, like when is it going to end? And we were like, yo, this would be really dope to share to the rest of the world. So today I have here my best friend. She's all the way in Paris, and I thought that she held a very special point of view because, number one, she's 21, and she actually chose to stay in Paris, which a lot of young college students did not choose to do. They came all the way home to be with their family during this scary historical time, and you decided to stay, right, Lila? I did. So before we go into interviewing... Um, let's get a little intro. So, what's your name? <laughs> My name is Leela Roker. And your major? I'm a journalism major and a freelance journalist. Um, where are you from? <laughs> I'm from New York. What part of New York? What borough? Manhattan, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> um, what school do you go to? <laughs> I go to the American University of Paris. Great. So, I just wanted to start and ask you how the hell are you are you okay like on a scale from one to ten one being i'm so tired i hate this i'm very sad i'm anxious and ten being nothing's phasing me i'm good i'm happy ready to start the day where do you lie right now today march 27th we're like day 10 in quarantine or something like that i'm good i think today i'm like at an 8.5 um Mm -hmm. i think certain days are better than other days. Like, I think mm-hmm. some days it, it really gets to me. I'm remembering, you know, that the world is, like, in a pandemic and a crisis, um, and it's really scary. And then I also feel confined because I'm, like, in a studio apartment, and, you know, there's not a lot of, like, walking space. But other days I feel good. Like, I have a schedule. I do online classes. So our first question that we have, or my first question that I have for you, is when did you realize COVID-19 was serious and not something that everybody has been joking about? In the beginning, we were all really joking about it. I think it was when we came back from spring break. Like, my spring break was a lot earlier than everyone else's, so I had Mm -hmm. already been, like, traveling, and some people were like, oh my gosh, like, are you okay? And I was like, calm down, because I thought it was, like, no big deal. Um, Where'd you go? I went to Tunisia, and I went, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which ended up being, like, a really bad spot for it, like, a week after I left. Oh, no. Didn't get it, so I'm good. (laughs) My school started, like, implementing measures where, like, they reserved the right to, like, not let you into classes if you showed, like, any flu-like symptoms, and then for a while, they were trying to, like, take our temperature when we, like, came in the building, but, I mean, it was a disaster because it was, like, so cold, so... Either people came in with, like, too cold of a temperature, like, too hot because they were running, so it was crazy. Um, So did you get your temperature taken, like, at school? Yeah, it was a joke, though. Like, they held it up to my head. Like, I mean, it works, but it doesn't work when you've just been, like, commuting to school. And then the president, like, made a statement. I think it was, like... um, And so, yeah, he basically was saying it was a Friday, and he said the following Monday, no school... Or, no, it was a Thursday night. He said no schools on Monday morning. 
um, no jobs that don't need to be, like, operating. Like, he basically shut everything down. And, like, how is Paris? Is it, like, empty, like, weary, like, sad, like, depressing, or? It's very quiet. Like, very, very quiet. Um, parks are closed. Like, any, like, places that would usually, like, foster any sense of, like, communal areas are shut down yeah, right now. Yeah, yep. yeah, I got you. So. Mm. So, my second question for you is what are you most worried about right now? It does concern me is being a foreigner abroad. Like, I definitely feel like, like, even when I go outside, like, I know I'm allowed to legally be here, but there is, like, still scrutiny. Like, I mean, I have still been kind of, like, profiled and assumed that, like, this isn't where I live or, like, I'm trying to abuse the rules. So there's, like, an extra, mm, like, yeah. Like a layer of stress. So, basically, you're allowed to, like, go on, um, like, a one-hour, like, daily exercise. So, I basically did a run, and then on my way back, I was going through, like, just, like, this park that was near me, and a police officer, like, on a horse, like, pulled up, and he, like, asked me for my attestation, which is basically, like, the thing that says that you're, like, you write out handwriting saying, like, I'm following the rules, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asked for like my a, ID. Like a piece of paper being like, I'm going on a run right now. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. And like, like, I'm not disobeying. Whatever. Exactly. And okay. so he asked me for my ID with it. And before he, like, he hardly even glanced at it. Because, I mean, he was so far. He was on a horse. And he was like, you're too far from home. Assuming that I didn't live in that neighborhood because it was near, like, lots mm-hmm. of nice museums and, like, the Eiffel Tower and stuff like that. Oh, and I was like... Word? I was like, yeah, I was like, no, I live, I live here, like, I live in the 7th, and he kept asking, kind of, like, where, where do you live? I was like, I live right down that street, like, a three-minute walk. He assumed that because you didn't look like the people that lived in that neighborhood, that you didn't live there. Yeah. Because you're black. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, It made me very uncomfortable, because he also followed me part of the way home, which, like, luckily there was also a woman there, like, so I didn't feel as unsafe, like, because she was quiet the whole time, because she knew what he was doing was ridiculous, Mm -hmm. um, but it was just kind of weird, because I was like, you know, what if she hadn't been there, like, what if the circumstances were different, you know, like, what if he tried to, like, arrest me, or, like, find me, you know, like, just find something really, like, ridiculous, so it definitely made me Mm -hmm. more cautious, um, I started doing more yoga and home workouts because I just didn't feel as comfortable. But then I realized, I was like, this, yeah, I was like, this is ridiculous. I can't not go outside because someone was racist and made me feel bad. So, like, I still try and go on, like, a run at least twice a week. But, like, I am still cautious because, like, that's just the way the world is, you know? But my last question for you before I let you go so you can continue your day, if you could pick a song... (laughs) To describe this whole entire moment. Like if somebody was like recording you around your apartment, recording you going on your run with that racist cop, whatever. If you could have a soundtrack, like a song to just like kind of wrap up this entire experience, what would you choose? I don't know why this is coming to mind, but I'm thinking of Mr. Blue Sky. Because <laughs> I'm thinking because I saw I Mr. can't Blue remember Sky by who by Electric Light Orchestra, okay. um, and I think it's because I saw Role Models and like he's like a really like bad guy and he's like trying to train and like get his life together, get it back on track, and it makes me think of like you know like a like a montage of you trying to like get your life back on track, and that's how I feel. All right, well, love you, sis. God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye.